Welcome to the Social Selling and Tech Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. 15% of people in the US and Canada listen to a podcast at least weekly. That's five times more than goes to the movies each week. Monthly listeners in 2017 was up 14% on 2016. And the numbers just keep growing. It's an exciting time for podcasting. The businesses that add podcasting to their sales and marketing efforts can reap serious rewards. In terms of content marketing, podcasting is fast becoming the new blogging. In this episode of the CPSA Social Selling and Tech Show, we all consider why podcasting should be part of your social selling toolkit. Our guest today is Mario Martinez Jr., Mario is a speaker, digital and social selling expert, CEO and founder of Vengrasso, and a frequent guest expert on podcasts just like this one. Mario Martinez Jr., welcome to the Social Selling and Tech Show. Bill, thank you for having me, my friend. I'm excited to be here with you. And I'm excited to be talking about something that um, it won't be any surprise to our listeners that I love, which is podcasting. Um, so <laughs> firstly, podcasting is not new, Mario. Why is it only in the last few years that it's really started to explode? Uh, it's a great question. I think uh, there's a couple of reasons why it started to explode. Uh, podcasting is now way easier to be able to get access to. First of all, you, if you look at your iPhone, you've got a uh, icon on there that's native to the app that's called Podcasts. Uh, you've also got access to smartphones. You've got access to uh, social media, which people publish their blog posts for the podcast on there. You can embed the podcast players inside there. And quite frankly, Bill, it is one of the most effective ways for learning, coaching, and training and development because many people commute, whether it's on a train or in a car, it is an easy thing to be able to just pull up a podcast and listen to it what can be conveyed in an interview like like this one, which maybe can't be conveyed through other channels such as traditional blogs or social media messaging? Well, I think the big one is is you really don't hear tone. You don't hear voice modulation. You don't hear passion. You don't hear excitement. You don't hear those things when you are reading a blog. Yeah, sure. Uh, some people are very creative writers, and they can create a conversation, and, and, and you, you, you can read a two-way conversation, which oftentimes you can uh, interpret and, and bring into your own mind what that sounds like and what that feels like. And maybe sometimes you can feel like you're in the room with those two people. But when you're hearing this conversation live, it, it, it just allows you to be able to create human attachment through audible learnings. And hearing the person's voice and hearing that modulation, hearing that tone, hearing the passion, those types of things. So you, you just don't get that inside of a traditional blog. Okay, so that, that's, uh, that covers the quality of the content and the benefits there. But what about the, what about the audience? What, why can podcast interviews and features be a better route maybe to market for, for generating sales than, say, writing lots of posts? On the buyer side, you definitely should be utilizing podcasts, but I believe that the organization that you work for should be trying to push podcasts out. And salespeople then can turn around and nominate buyers that they're trying to get into the office of to uh, be on the podcast. And honestly, it is a phenomenal way to be able to get into someone's office and begin building a relationship by inviting them to speak on a topic that they're passionate about. So let's just pretend, Bill, that uh, I want to get into the CMO's office at Adobe, as an example. 
Well, it is an easy way for me to be able to reach out and invite that person to join me for an hour-long conversation on a podcast where I build a relationship talking about something that they care about and only that they care about. That is a phenomenal way to be able to start building client relationships. And, and, and really, that should be the main purpose of how a podcast is used for a sales organization, which means the larger your sales organization, the more podcast shows that you should have and break them down on a region-by-region basis. If you're a salesperson, the one thing that you want to be careful of if, if you're thinking of creating your own podcast is creating it so that the show is too segmented on the industry that you're in. Uh, and what happens one day if you decide to leave that particular industry? So you really want to make it more generic to the buyer type that you would be selling to overall. For example, IT or security or sales, whatever it might be. Um, and that's the way I think that podcasts should be leveraged. Um, and could also be leveraged in terms of getting in. Uh, I'll tell you, I get a lot more success inviting someone to a podcast than I do inviting them to do an interview uh, for a blog article. Uh, it's almost a 90% uh, uptake on the podcast than it is on you know, a general interview. I, I completely agree. In, in my personal experience, I, I, I have exactly the same thing. Uh, jumping on a recorded call like this that then gets turned into an awesome podcast, of course, is so much more straightforward and genuine and authentic and powerful than sitting down and, and writing lots of content, although that's important in certain channels too, of course. So you project your brand through lots of different channels and networks, of course. Uh, in addition to writing and speaking, you also host webinars and pre- present vlogs. Why is it important to present your personal brand and represent your company brand across multiple channels? Well, I mean, that's a great question. First off, um, you should be presenting your, your brand and channel. Uh, uh, or sorry, you should be presenting your brand, company, and personal in the channels that your customers are at. So you, you asked me, why is it important? It's because that's where my, my buyers are. My buyers are on Twitter. My buyers are on YouTube. My buyers are on LinkedIn. Um, uh, I do, in fact, uh, hold back my personal Facebook um, account, and I only let those that I'm close friends with, such as yourself, Bill, uh, and bringing them into my Facebook um, in, uh, life, if you would, because I post a lot of personal-related content with my children, and I want to be able to protect them for, as a public figure, protect them from you know m- things that potentially bad things that could happen, right? So um, most of my close customer relationships are all on Facebook, but generally. Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, uh, are and, and the company Facebook channels and company channels uh, across the board are going to be areas that I'll present the personal and company brand. So why is it important? Well, if your buyers are there, then it's absolutely important. But if your buyers are not there, then don't worry about those types of channels in terms of having a voice and creating an audience to people who aren't going to buy from you there. Um, if all you're striving for are the likes, comments, clicks, um, then you're striving for the wrong thing, especially if you're in sales. What, what are some of the sales and marketing podcasts that you listen to and why? Uh, great question. So I actually listen to uh, In the Arena with Anthony Anarino. Um, I also like um, Kelly Riggs and his son, um, Robbie, um, for the Counter Mentors podcast. They're just a hoot. <laughs> 
there if you want to laugh and you want to hear about uh you know sales related topics for sure but you know the 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 baby boomers versus millennial thought processes um you, you'll want to listen to the counter mentors podcast uh sales reinvented of course is another one um and uh your podcast of course and then i i do t- tune into every once in a while to some of the other uh social um media type of podcasts so you've got the science of social media um, is another podcast that's out there that I that I do uh, listen to every once in a while. So overall, I mean, there's there's quite a few podcasts that are out there. It's hard for me to listen to all of them. Uh, I also tune in every once in a while to Brian Fanzo's um, iSocial Fans uh, podcast as well. So there's there's definitely a few of them that are out there, but it's a lot of content. So you've got to pace yourself for sure. And just finally for this show, how can sharing podcast content? Or, or, or webinars or, or, or maybe in video format too how can how can that help brands build new audiences oh this is a great question so this is this is exactly what i do so when i'm listening to a podcast whether it's one that i've recorded or whether it's one that i'm listening to one of the best ways to engage your audience especially if you're in sales is you listen to a podcast with the intent to learn and the intent to engage those are the two things that you want to do with a podcast now, the intent to learn is for obviously self-learning, but the intent to engage is you're listening for sound bites that you can turn around and send to a potential buyer and say, hey, Bobby, Mr. or Mrs., a CIO of whatever it might be, I was listening to this podcast today, and you here's the link, and at 22 minutes and five seconds, as an example, there was a, some commentary around whatever the topic might be. And I thought of you, what are your thoughts on blah, 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 and ask the question. And that blah, 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 blah was the question. <laughs> and so that is like, it, when, when, when someone sends me a podcast or a video and directs me to a specific spot to listen to, 99.9% of the time, I click, I go to that section, and I listen. And then what happens is, is I do a little rewinding because I want to get the context, and I keep listening to the whole entire thing, and I'll make a reply to that individual. And that is called bringing value to your audience. That is called engaging with content with to your audience. And you don't always have to ask a question. You might also take a podcast, direct them to a specific segment of the podcast and say, I thought of you based upon our conversation that we had and the business problem that you described, this might be something that could help you, right? And so it it is not just asking a question. You can also engage to help your buyer and add value. I promise you that if you as a salesperson or any other salesperson out there listening to this, I promise you, your buyers are not receiving podcasts or videos from your competitors saying, uh, Mr. or Mrs. Uh, buyer, listen to this spot, listen to this segment, here's a question, or this may help you in the business problem that you described to me when we were last talking. And it will definitely make you unique, and it'll definitely make you stand out from the crowd. So if an organization is listening to this, sales leaders, my goodness, this is a phenomenal way to build an, a, a great new audience. So th- it's a phenomenal way to be able to engage with your uh, with your buyers. Awesome. That just leaves me to say, Mario Martinez Jr., thank you very much for being the guest today. You're very welcome, my friend. 
Thank you for listening to the Social Selling and Tech Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.